one of my big fears, like one of my big, big fears is water. Ooh. Like the ocean? I'm actually like probably... bottle of water right here. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I, I, to be fair, I don't hydrate a lot. <laughs> Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Cracking a Cold One with the Boys. I'm your host, Blair. And I'm Rez. And I'm Joe. And we are back live cooking and smelling some of that PH undies. Check out our merch shop, guys. <laughs> We're wrapping up some of my best smelling undies. We're going to be selling them to you. Nothing short of 100 bucks wow. per pair. I keep this optimal, baby. It How, smells so good. How would you package it? Because uh, Ziploc um, bag, nice and trashy. Oh, God. Because, um, yeah, sandwich bag is everything. <laughs> Branding, all that. Sandwich okay, a sandwich bag. bag with me drawing a butterfly on it. Oh. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh, Check out our merch shop, guys. Going for a hundred big ones it's under the subtle, table. yet perfect. That is, that, that is, that's a lot, right? Marquette, if you don't buy two pairs, you're dead to me. <laughs> I know you want to chew on these Krispies, Daddy. Let's rack in them big bucks, guys. <laughs> Hurry up. And she's also going to be starting her OnlyFans, guys. But it's only yeah. pans, so yes. it's going to be me butt-ass naked in a kitchen um, just cooking stuff. So just imagine me trying to cook bacon naked. It's going to be both comical and sexy. Ooh. We're banging sexy back. I feel like, no, I, I guess I guess you could keep cooking other things. I'm like, you're just going to run out of stuff to cook. But at that, oh, that no, point, there's, Joe, what? Keep, there's keep, so many recipes there's in the world. And then yeah. she could just like make her own concoction. With and then pans. and then I'm like going to bring my co-host in and I'm just going to start shoving it in her mouth, like in slow motion sexually. Food, not You guys, pussy, right? hit us in the DMs. Would you watch this? <laughs> 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 Can I leave my job? <laughs> yeah. Get it greenlit. Let's go. Oh, gosh. Uh, how, how's everyone doing? You know me. I just got my Oreos double stuffed <laughs> in my milk. My girlfriend's disappointed, but she's, <laughs> she tries She tries to make me get the, the thins. But I'm like, no, double stuffed all the way. You can't, you can't do the thins. Like the double stuffed, <sighs> it's it's not worth it for the thins. No, Let's be real. it's really not. It's uh, if you're gonna go big, you you gotta go double stuff. All right, Rez, how was your weekend? Um, what was my weekend like? Um, let me think about this. Uh, Did you throw it back? Oh, I went to a thing with Hoong. Uh, we went to like this garden beer party. Uh, we accepted that we were old and left by about 10 p.m. Ate a bunch of pasta on her couch, even though she's not eating pasta right now. Watched Friends with Benefits and passed out by midnight. That's a good movie. Honestly, it was great. And the next day we weren't even hungover and we did our usual thing where we go and run errands where we do like two important things and then we go shopping. And I got this really fugly, awesome like cropped polo top like it, there though. and it's in this burnt orange and it just hugs my titties ever so gently uh, mm-hmm. i love it better i'm free balling right now better guys than how a man holds your titties. Huh? better than how a man holds your titties i don't know it's been a while since a man has held my titties Marquette, what the fuck you doing, bro? I was going to say, because like the last guy that I was seeing, um, I don't think uh, that's in a weird place. He's going through a lot in his life right now. And he kind of told me something where I was like, 
that's a little red flaggy. Oh shit! <laughs> I think are I'm you, gonna step back. Are, are you able to say? Because he doesn't. He listen. he told me he's like I kind of do this thing where he's like if I if I like somebody I um <laughs> he's like I, I pursue I pursue I pursue and I'm like yep you pursued me for about five months yep. and he goes and as soon as they give in. He goes, I get scared. And I'm like, that's literally the definition of like playing somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, no, it's not like that. I'm like, it's, it's kind of like that. And I'm like, wow. And he's, once I finally know I caught you, I don't he, want I, he you was anymore. Like, yeah. And he was like, what are you thinking? I'm like, whoa. I was like, I just, I, I'm going to need to process that. I was like, whoo. I was like, that's a lot. Uh, and I was like, I'm too cool for this. <laughs> like, I'm too cool to be treated like that. Oh, man. So is he, I guess he's on the bench or is he kicked off the team? I don't know. I, I'm just kind of like at a place right now where life is good and there's too many other cool things happening for me that I'm hey, just kind of like. He's yeah. the water boy. Yeah, I'm oh, just like, you got to yeah. go do your thing. I'll do mine. And like, if you ever realize how fucking cool and hot and sexy and fun I am, like, I guess we could have a conversation. But like, I don't know what to do with that. I was yeah. literally like, okay, you got to you got to go do the things that you need to do. Um, And yep. Okay. And that's, you know, honestly, like one of my fears, which is the topics of the day. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> It is really, dun, dun, not going to lie, it's one of my dun, fears when I um, pursue mm-hmm. uh, because I I always like, I'm looking at this girl, I'm like, everything's going good. And then I start just getting in my head. I'm like, oh man, if I keep pursuing, I Where just know. We're the same person. <laughs> I just know for a fact She's just like something's gonna you know come what's up fucking wild. And cut me off for whatever the fucking reason. You know what's crazy is okay. So I have a huge fear like of being rejected for being myself, which is ridiculous. <sighs> yeah. And it's only once I like somebody that that turns on. Because like if I'm just around like dudes who are homies, I'm like oh, fuck you. Like you know I'm just I'm running my mouth. I'm I'm just being me. And sometimes like one of my guy friends will be like I like you. I'm like please stop. <laughs> like it's only fear, fear it's Stop. only once I like somebody where all of a sudden the overthinking kicks in and I'm like mm-hmm. and people are like and then you you get too many opinions from your friends which yeah. I told very few oh, friends about this guy because I was like it never goes my way so I'm not gonna tell too many people yeah and so <laughs> they're like be cool be chill be forward protect your heart, but be vulnerable. And I'm like, Oh my God, there's too many opinions and they're all conflicting. I don't know what the fuck to do. So I just tried to be me. It was literally the day that I was like, fuck it. He's been so cool. We've been like getting along so well. And the conversation has been so deep. He tells me he loves talking to me like that. I'm all his at night. (laughs) Fuck it. Let I'm going to open up. And that was the day that he just disappeared. Uh, for like yeah. four days straight that's, and I was yeah. like that's vulnerable and I was like fuck life was like haha we got it yeah I was like fuck <laughs> the day that I decide that I'm like okay you've been horrified of commitment and you've been horrified of like letting somebody in but like he's kind of earned it at this point was the day he was like oh gotcha yeah I do <laughs> I feel fuck. you on that there's so much like 
there's a lot of times I don't even want to tell my friends who I'm talking to because I think because then you have to explain to them I, when shit goes yes, south. And I think that's like when I even open about how excited I am to like, yo, I met this girl. That's when things start going down. Mm-hmm. And so I try, I try so hard not to tell anybody. You guys, and but I can't help it because I'm happy. Blair, <laughs> I even have a rule because as you guys know, I talk to my mom like every day, two to three times a day because I have a problem. Yeah. Men will have to deal with that. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm a mama's boy. You heard it here first. I think that's a, that's a, that's a lot of at least uh, girls well, that I know. I was going to say, Carol is my home dog. She's the number one. And so like I was talking to my mom and his name slipped because I have a rule that I don't waste her time with men's names that she'll never meet. And uh, his name slipped. And so finally I was like, oh, okay, fine. I'll like, I'll gush to you about him. And I like even showed her a picture of him and literally got played like three days later. And I was like, oh, and my mom's like, so how's it going? I'm like, never mind. I was like, never mind. That's what it feels like. It just feels like you jinx yourself. And I was just like, and I'm like so rarely interested in somebody. And so I kind of told him when he, I I invited him over for dinner when we talked about all this. I was like, I'll cook. He's like, what? I'm like, if if this doesn't work out, I'm sending you off with a bomb ass meal. (laughs) And like, (laughs) karma, baby. And I just said to him, and I was like, dude, this is like a huge fear of mine. Like, I, I, I I was really honest with you the whole time. I said what I meant, and I meant what I said. And I was like, and now I'm (laughs) so concerned about trusting people. Yeah, (laughs) this just adds on. Just set the bar super low. Just give no fucks and you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like right now, I think I'm just going back to living my, my life. And if I meet a man in the wild, so be it. Uh-huh. <laughs> my hot yoga instructor who ends up being miraculously no, straight. Destroy his face. <laughs> bless that man's face. And we don't even know what it looks like. But oh, my God. He's so hot. I, I bet. I bet. J- Joe, what fears do you have, my guy? Fears. Mine are very classic. Um, poor. Spiders. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, spiders. Oh. Oh, spiders die on sight. Dude, I can't do it. So sorry. If they anyone, don't pay rent. Sorry if anyone like, you know, cares about insects. Yeah, just even bugs in general. Like if I feel something crawling me, I'll like just like jump. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I had like, <laughs> like a, one of those everything. gross like baby moth things in my house today. And I was like, no, 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 no. I hate bugs. I hate arachnids. Especially arachnids. Uh, do you get the pins and needles? I get like sweaty pins and needles all over my body when I see a spider and I immediately oh, feel no. hot and lightheaded. Oh, it's like an actual phobia. No. Oh, and wow. then I start shaking. Um, or there was a time that I almost grabbed a cockroach butt ass naked in my apartment. Are you fucking serious? Okay, so listen. Blech. Fucking cockroaches, it, so bro. the giant cockroaches, they look for water. Mm-hmm. And water bugs. it was underneath my sink in my bathroom. It had crawled through a crack and I had to go under my sink to grab my lotion. Literally almost grabbed this giant ass cockroach. I closed the door. I started hyperventilating and I called my brother because he's the only person in the family on the West Coast. And I'm like, I need you to be on the phone with me right now. He's like, what's going on? Who's trying to kill you? And I'm like, there's a cockroach and I almost grabbed it, but it's naked. So my brother is on the phone with me while I am murdering this bug. And he's laughing his ass off to the point where I can hear him and the phone is on the ground. Oh my God, man. I think it was Derek told us like, you shouldn't never squash a cockroach because that's where its eggs are. It's like in a, in its belly. And no matter how hard you press, like you'd have to have like an industrial machine to press the eggs to kill it. So you squishing it just unleashed a bunch of eggs. Okay. Well, Wait. that's why it has a burial by sea. <laughs> 
That's a what? Burial by sea. All bugs go down the toilet in my home. <laughs> you gotta scrape up all the juice too. I scrape up the juices. I th- throw that cockroach killing spray on it, and then I disinfect. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Joe, you remember the That's time nice. that we went hiking uh, to your one little spot, and at the top there was like a trail, uh. and there was a banana spider there. Oh yeah! Oh my yeah. god, that Ugh. thing was so. Fu- I was like, oh, yeah, the, those uh, spiders. Uh. No, I, the, the creepiest part is the same spot. Uh, there was a rattlesnake, and that, and that blew my mind. You so guys, you're a rattlesnake in in public, and you're like, whoa! I have wild. to show you guys something. Okay. Um, so one of my good friends, um, she lives in Australia. She's from Brisbane. Oh god! And Brisbane. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not even close, but all right. And um, she literally. That's exactly how they talk. She um, she had one of the spiders in her house. Um, what are they called? Camel spider? No. Uh, Google like it, huntsman. Oh, she had a huntsman. Oh yeah, they ones. uh, they go after birds. Yeah, she yeah, literally bird. got out of the shower. <laughs> oh fuck! So she was butt ass <laughs> naked. And she looks up and she sees it on the wall. So wait, it gets worse. I was like, bro, what did you do with that big ass spider? She goes, listen, I'm all about independent woman. She goes, but um, I'm waiting for my boyfriend to get home, my fiance to get home. Um, He's going to deal with that. She's like, because I, I cannot. I will not. For anyone that's listening, they're as big as a bird. And, they, they take down birds. And so then I was like, so later I saw her post a video with her fiance in it. And I'm like, what did he think of the spider? And she goes, oh, he went in to kill it and he was gone. And I'm like, so that fucking spider is just roaming around your house somewhere. And she goes, yep. <laughs> she goes, I don't really want to think about it. <gasps> I was like, bro. Uh. Bro. Yeah, that, uh, places like that and even Arizona. Oh, here it is. It's Ready? N- okay. She's... I want to show you the photo. I was like, I'm taking a screenshot. Ooh, that's big. So, yeah, that looks like I'm looking at the picture now. Like a baseball glove? About, yeah, it's about a baseball glove. That thing's that's huge. Big, Fuck man. that shit. And nah, I was like, so how do you uh, fucking, like, I'm like, like, as big as a fucking scorpion, like just a big ass scorpion. I, well, I asked her, I'm like, so what do you fucking do? And she goes, you usually get like a full liter ice cream bin and you just get it in the bin. I'm like, your job is to usher it into the bin. Yeah. If you look at how fast these things are, Boy, they're fast. you got one shot. Yeah, they're fast. They move and, quick. and I was like, and then what do you do? And she goes, well, then you just take the lid off and you throw it. And I'm like, bro, if I put that thing in an ice cream bin, I'm shaking it till it's dead. It dies on site because you can't smush that. You're going to have a murder scene on your wall. Yeah, yeah, no. It's it's Good. hard to kill it anyway. They, Apparently they we have the them spiders here. when they come in, what's, really? what's to come. That's interesting that they're here. I know, like, uh, it's not a big spider, but brown look. Uh, brown recluse. Recluse. Yeah, they're If they bite you, though, that's gnarly. Yeah. I One of my friends got bit by one, and it was disgusting. Like, their skin was like rotting off on their hand yeah uh one of the things that happened like in arizona it's known for it um is when you're in arizona make sure you always check your shoes because scorpions will just just crawl, crawl in. in they in like there. dark spaces yeah. so for anytime i'm there i always just check my shoes you know what else kind of freaks me out guys birds <laughs> <laughs> really? Birds, Birds kind of scare me because they like. Wow. I got swooped once at the at the <laughs> at the. Swooped. I got swooped once at the and zoo. It wasn't a guy, guy. It, yeah, like there's a part in the Milwaukee County Zoo where you can walk through it and there's birds. Yeah. And this one mean ass looking bird was like staring at me and my ex. And I was like, dude, he's staring at us. And he's like, no, he's not. I'm like, yes, he he swooped us. And we were like sprinted out of there. And ever since then, I've had like a really salty taste in my mouth towards birds. I'm like, oh fuck, they're out to get me. Yeah. <laughs> me and Derek was on a walk in uh, a croak. 
came down really quick on us. And those we are didn't big re- ass bastards. Yeah, we didn't realize that there was a dead animal, so that that's why yeah, we we were walking past their like eating ground. Didn't see it though. Um, I'm also one of my big fears. Like one of my big big fears is water. Ooh, like the ocean. I'm actually like probably bottle of water right here. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I, I, to be fair, I don't hydrate a lot. To be fair, I am rest. pretty bad at hydrating, but um, sure. lakes gross me out, and um, like there's too many things touching me. I can't see through the bottom. There's no chlorine. There's no system for filtrating it. So yeah. people are just shitting and pissing <laughs> in yeah. there. Oh yeah, yeah. And no, then oh, yeah. Boats. just spitting the lake water on Cracking each other, and I'm like. One. <laughs> Ugh, it's like okay, enjoy your bare poop water. Like, yeah, gross. Well, one of my friends, they took me out to the lake, uh, went jet uh, jet skiing, best time of my life. But then they wanted to go to like the middle of the lake and then just get off the jet ski and just like chill. Just swim and nope. chill and I'm like no because I can't swim I had a life jacket but I was panicking like I just and then on top of that they got back Way on to the live jet up ski to the stereotype fun. Blair yeah and I tried to get on and it wasn't working I was like oh, gosh I can't get on I keep I keep slipping please help me help me yeah I was scared F all that. <laughs> yeah and then like the ocean is just one of those things where don't get me wrong. I've gone and I've played in the ocean, <laughs> but one of my girlfriends almost got her vagina stung. It ended up being the top of her thigh by a jellyfish in Monaco. Mm. Um, in where? Monaco. Monaco. We were in Monaco, which is south of France. Ah. And um, very expensive. And uh, where else? And I just look at the ocean and I recognize you are more powerful than me. And we literally only know less than 1% about you. You are scary. You create some of the scariest storms. If a tsunami happened and a wave crashed on me right now, we would die. <laughs> like, I am fucking horrified of the ocean, but I'll go in it. Like surfing even, too? Or is that pushing it? Um, I went surfing, and I'm not going to lie to you. I was expecting it to be kind of fun. hard. Yes, obviously, but fun. I was... If I wouldn't have been slightly lit while I was trying to do it, I would have been freaking the fuck out because it is so hard. It takes so much strength. It's so easy to get carried out. It's like you have to go kind of far out to where the break is and you're just like, oh, there's so many things that could go wrong here. (laughs) Do you know how to swim back to shore if you're... In a break, yes. You have to swim diagonal to the shoreline. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. I know that, but I don't swim. But I do know that because I make sure if I ever get... I'm like, no, do not go forward. One of the funnest (laughs) times in the water was actually when I went to Thailand and we were in Phuket, my ex and I. And like little kids, we literally spent like 10 hours playing in the ocean because the waves were so fun. Really? Yes. In like literally there was a little bit of a break going on, but the waves were so big and the water was so clear that you literally could just get swept to shore. Like every single time I washed up naked on the beach twice. That's fine. (laughs) It's fine. I still got back out there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was honestly like one of the greatest times playing in the water and I really haven't enjoyed the ocean that much since. Okay. Um, I th- something that does freak me out. Um, the future is people that I know. Mm-hmm. It's totally fine for you to be behind me, but if I don't know you, I get very um, like I don't get like super scared, but I just tend paranoid. to like watch. Yeah, paranoid. And funny fun fact: um, where my computer is set up at my house. I have it. My mom was trying to set it up where my everyone's back would be towards the the stairs 
that's leading to the outside. And you want to see that? And I was like, that. no, I want to, I want to be able to see everyone coming up the stairs. Hell yeah! And she's like, wait, no, no, it looks better this way. I'm I'll like, be like, no, don't care, don't I don't care. want. No, I want to be. A, I want to be able to have a chance to defend myself, whether they have a gun or a knife or whatever. No, I'm not gonna sit here on the computer and then. Stab. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. You, you base so your 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 where your computer is set up. It's yeah. like the amount of times I've snuck up on you. Like if I was a, you'd just be done for. Yeah, fuck it. it kill me. My door's unlocked anyway. Yeah, you heard it on the podcast. Bring yeah, it on. I was gonna say, mine. I don't think you can lock your door though, Katie. Mine? Yeah. Oh yeah, I can lock it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm even talking about the front door. We never lock it. Come on in. <laughs> my my uh, desk faces the window in my room, but if I'm feeling paranoid, I yeah. can lock my door. Yeah. But I always have my front door locked when I'm working, like when I'm home. I have my front door locked at all times, so yeah. I'm like. And, and they'd have to open the hallway door in order to get into my room, so yeah. I would hear that. Yeah. yeah no. But I am also weird about that. You know what else I'm fearful of? I'm kind of fearful of like <laughs> when people I don't know very well try to touch me. <laughs> uh, yes, you've definitely mentioned. <laughs> I that. hate it. Oh my god, I'm a hugger. I'm not. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I've always person. wanted to be one of these people, but I'm not. Like I've accepted it with age, where I'm like, I don't want you to touch me unless yeah. you are my friend, and I know you well, or you're my family. Please do not touch me. Um, we didn't. Um, yeah, when we first met you, all we did was I think we did handshakes or nothing. I know I definitely didn't hug you, though. I know that for a fact. It was definitely mm. right when COVID started, too. So it was like, yeah, even for everyone. Uh, the only time I've hugged you was when we didn't see each other for during Christmas. Well, like you guys are also my friends, so yeah. you can invade my bubble. But yeah. it's like I'm if I like don't know somebody and they're just like, oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, why are you touching me? <laughs> oh yeah, those. People. Or like, if dudes come up to me at a bar and they're like trying to like hit on you and they're like put their arm around you and I'm like, can you not touch me? And it, it's not even like I'm like trying to be like I'm better than you. It's just like I just don't like it. I'm fearful of it. No touchy. It fosters connection that I don't have time for. <laughs> Do you think uh, you would let Marquette slide with a hug first time meeting at this point? I feel like I'd have to just for the fact that like I've dropped his name so many times on this podcast where it's yeah. like if he wanted a hug, I think I'd have to tolerate it. Yeah. But he gets no more than two seconds. <laughs> All right, that's three. Get the, get the And he has off. to buy two pairs of my panties first. Oh, God. Oof. Which, guys, check out our merch. It is dropping That's out. Right. It's coming. Please check it out. One thing, one thing uh, fear that, that I've always kind of run through my mind, like if, if it were to happen, like getting getting mugged or robbed or anywhere, like mm. downtown, I'm like, oh, I just hope, I just fucking hope <laughs> that no one else is with me at that time because God fucking damn it. I'm like, every scenario I've played, I'm like, if it's just me, fuck it. I'm running like either yeah. fi fight or yeah. flight is going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. Kill me. I don't give a shit. But if I'm with <laughs> oh. someone and I'm like responsible for like their safety too, it's yeah. just, that, that situation is just fucked no matter which way I've looked at it. Mm -hmm. You're just, you're just fucked. So I mean, unless that's, you guys that's, that's fight together, fear. two versus one could always be a cool thing. Yeah, and someone's <laughs> either that, dying or getting hurt for sure. For yeah. sure. And at, and at that point, it's like either you're going to fight and they're going to fight or reverse <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I you, thought you wanted to run. No, nobody's on the same page. It's not like you've like, all right, this is what happened before. So Listen, let's you, do plan B. <laughs> you don't need to be fast. You just need to be faster than the person you're with. 
Oh God! <laughs> hey, hey, hey guys, don't so. don't necessarily follow Rez. We're a team here. Well, we we know what's going to happen when <laughs> when we're with Rez. We get I'm probably the slowest though. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm taking off. Uh, so that's what you're afraid of. That's that's interesting. That's, it's, it's a big it's a big oh. fear. Is like um, if I'm if I'm with somebody and it's like you know kind of like random part of downtown yeah. or like night and stuff. I'm like if this happens like some really bad shit's going down whereas when i was riding on the train by myself i didn't give a fuck like yeah. no fucks because i'm like, i had a skateboard pop pop with the board in your face uh, yeah you know, like shit like that or, yeah, or I'm, I'm gone i'm running yeah definitely or if I, I get shot whatever <laughs> yeah i uh, no like i don't live a tough life but believe it or not a little part of me is always kind of like mentally staying ready if i mean i guess you guys would never really know because i only really do it when i'm by myself but when i am by myself i tend to like really like watch my surroundings so a do lot. i um especially as a I just, woman oh no yeah no yeah totally yeah definitely i do it just because i don't know my mind goes there like think of the what if someone does this what am i gonna do so that's why i do that well, and like my mom gets nervous because it's like even on these nights when I come home late from like the podcast, yeah, my mom has like a thing that she's, oh, you should send me a Snapchat of your cats when you get home. And I just know it's because my mom wakes up at the ass crack of dawn. And the first thing she wants to know is like, are you safe? Yeah, and that's did. a way to tell her like, I'm in the house. I'm still alive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm definitely uh, like when I walk alone, especially at night, I'm like scanning wildly. My phone is away. It's in my hand if I need to call 911 quickly. <laughs> but like I am and my keys are in my other hand and I am just scanning wildly. Do you, oh, yeah. have, do you have find my phone or friends app that you mm -hmm. like share your location with and stuff? Yeah, I have a couple. There you go. Um getting a little deeper, like some pussy. Um there is death. So every every I don't know if you guys are Are afraid you afraid of, of death? death. Um, I, one of my theory, like if this does happen like, no one really knows what happens after death. But one of the things that I think that reincarnation, yeah, one of the many things that I also think that happens during death or what would suck is knowing that you died and that you literally can't do nothing about it. Um, so one thing that I think of when you die per se is that you actually know that you're dead. They say like, that in that's that moment, true. but you like you your body like you're just you know what have you ever uh, what's the sleep pala uh, paralysis? Yeah, paralysis paralysis when you're like awake but you can't move. That's what I think another ver possibility of what death is is like you just got shot in the head and you know it and you see this guy or whoever about to rob you, but you can't move like you're, you can't. And like you see the, the body bag going over. You can't do nothing. You see yourself going under the in the grave, all that. But you can't do nothing. And you know that. And that's that would suck if that's a version of what death is like. That would really suck. Yeah, that'd be because I mean, I've always you, you can't you know, move. You've always heard the life flat your life flashes before your eyes and the yeah. brain is so fucking interesting. Like I learned just this week that the brain has no pain receptors. So when they do like brain surgery, you, you zero pain. So if you think about that, like when you're dying and stuff and like, I've, I've always heard like natural deaths are somewhat more like kind of better to die apparently. So that, um, just how it nat like your brain naturally is like, you're, you're, okay, you're dying now. So it's not going to be painful anymore. Here you go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They, they do say that, like, if you read books of like, um, 
Okay, bye. Like many souls, many masters. Uh, the guy is yeah. a famous. Um, he takes people back through their past lives and basically does therapy to figure out what it was in their past lives to kind of help them now. Uh, it's regression therapy. Oh yeah. And people have talked about seeing the afterlife and a bench. Essentially, what they say is that you go up to the masters, which are these like souls that have been so evolved through all their times on Earth that they are now like the masters of it. And you basically have to hang out there with all the other souls until you've reflected on your life and you get to decide you're ready to go back into the world. Oh, almost like the movie Souls. Yeah. And so it's it's really interesting. And I highly recommend the book. It's pretty cool whether you're into that or not. It's just another perspective to consider. I'm not so much afraid of dying, even though like I'm sure if somebody held a gun to my head tomorrow and was like, you're dying. I'd be like, don't do it. Don't do it. I still got so much to give. I got so much to live. Come yeah. on, man. Like, I want my mom. Don't do this to my mom. Like, you know, yeah. but like, um, I'm actually more afraid of the people I love dying. Oh. Way more afraid of the people I love dying. Like. I, at this point in my life, would be so fucked up if anybody in my immediate family specifically died. Yeah. Or yeah. my best friends. Like, if any, if I had to bury any of my best friends, I don't know what the fuck I would do. Yeah, I've um, I've had family pass away, like, you know, anyone else. Um, I've only had one, like, super close friend passed away. I'm sorry. And that was, like, I got that phone call at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. Damn. And it was just, like, I couldn't even, like fathom it it was so it, it, yeah it was definitely definitely wild um that's one of my greatest fears yeah. and i think it's just because you like you have to accept in that moment that you're totally helpless yeah like when somebody's dead you're not bringing them back so it's just like well, how the fuck do i move on and i think it's just that fear of like the unknown and like what do i do when like so mm -hmm. much of my life has been about loving this person mm -hmm. yeah that's that, scary to me. Love with, because grief is just love with nowhere to go. True. Ooh, that's just deep. Yeah. And I, I agree with you on the whole, um, that is a fear of mine too, is um, being gone for long periods of time, not having communications with anybody, and then coming back and finding like, this person passed away, something happened to that person, so-and-so oh, yeah. went to jail. It, like, well, because like, you know, when you go for, a, a good example is um, when people go to basic, they go to basic for like three to maybe four, six months. No communication, relatively no communication, like at least for the first three months, you don't even get to talk to your family. But um, Jesus. It, it's just the fact that you have no communication with anybody but the people in your like in your in your squad. That's it. And then once you're done, then you get to see everyone. But that that period of just like no communication, that scares me. Because I would hate to just, you know, see someone walk into me and be like, hey, so, so, like, nah, the fuck? No. Because yeah. you, then you're just like, you know, you don't, you're just thinking about, ah, oh, I didn't get to say this. I didn't get to say that. You regrets. No. Like, ah, oh, I just wanted to. The fear of regrets. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a big fear. Fear of no regrets. Yeah, I feel like that's such a thing in our generation is like we're always doing these big, grandiose things because we're like, can't regret not doing it. And it's just like. <clears throat> Okay, chill. Is that YOLOing? I guess so. <laughs> YOLOing? <laughs> what? You don't remember that from back in the day? You only yeah. live once? Yeah, but the way you said it. No, I know. YOLOing. <laughs> YOLO. I, As my, the kids say. But yeah, you know what I think my biggest, no. one of my biggest fears is? Mm -hmm. It's a fear of commitment. Ah. And this is where that's, I, this that's is, number one. This is where I think it stems from. The entirety of my life and the entirety of my brother's lives, they have watched, we have all watched my parents, which it's going to be their wedding anniversary in two days. We have watched them have a magical, magical relationship. 
I've never seen them yell at each other. They've always worked through shit. I've always talked about how Bruce and Carol are like the example of love. So pure. Mm. And, um, I think for me, it's like, I'm so terrified that that doesn't exist <laughs> and like that I'm not going to be allowed to have that. And then I'm afraid I'm going to pick a partner who's not actually a partner and I'm just going to turn into a mother or a caretaker again. <laughs> and I'm terrified of getting pulled away from my ambitions, especially when I'm like, really feel like I'm getting somewhere. And yeah. I'm afraid that I'm not going to have, I'm going to pick wrong. Like, I'm afraid I'm going to pick wrong. Look, if my track record has shown anything like this past week, getting ghosted by a guy that I thought I liked, yeah. like, oh. <gasps> I'm going to pick wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think what you said to me, what you said, uh, I feel like you are a, a more of a stronger human than the people that really wrap their minds around the fairy tale, like aspect of like, Oh, like that's what, this is what love is like. No, th I think relationships one. take a fuck no, ton of work. No. I think love comes easy. Mm -hmm. I just think relationships take a shit ton of work. Oh, you yeah. got to take time. You got to figure another person out. You got to make space for them. You got to make, you know, allowances for them. You got to, and you have to compromise. I go home, there's dishes dirty in the fucking sink. I know whose problem that is mine. I go home. I want to watch a movie. I can because I don't have somebody else I have to talk yeah. to. Yeah. You know, you bring another person in the picture. All of a sudden it's, oh, I got to make time. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be spending some money. Yeah. You can't right, watch Joe? that. You, right? You, you, you make space. You can't watch that show without them because yes. it's like, oh, we, yes. we, started, we started the show. So we got to now watch it together. Oh, no. No, that's. And yeah. like, I, I'm always yeah. afraid that I'm like, I'm just going to choose the wrong person for me because. My last relationship, I think I still, and I'm, you guys, I started going to therapy. You'd be so proud of me. And oh, I'm sure. working through it with my therapist. She says, and I'm painfully aware. And she goes, <laughs> she goes, you're like one of my few clients that's painfully aware of themselves. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> thank you, I think. But like, I, I literally was like, my last relationship honestly was really good until it wasn't good. I was like, we were pretty happy until we weren't. And I said, I was like, and I think I'm just afraid that, I can be so cool. I can be so hot. I could be all these things. Mm -hmm. And I go and think so highly of myself. And at the end of the day, if the other person just forgets that I exist while I'm sitting in the same room as them, that's just the way it is. Yeah. And yeah. she's just like, okay, let's peel that back a little yeah. bit. Let's peel that back a little bit. And I was just like, I, I'm like, I guess that's just one of my fears. I told her, I was like, is that eventually somebody is just going to be tired of me being me. And I go, and they're just going to see me as their mother or their caretaker. And I'll just be in this cycle of, I chose wrong again. She goes, but what did you do to get out of that situation? I'm like, oh, I ended it. She goes, well, you can always do that. And I'm like, great. I love the idea of investing so much time and energy and money and resources into another human only to end it again. Great. That's that inspiring. Because That's very appealing. Even though we're not really like necessarily talk about it, but because we're on the topic about it, it I just want to get it out of my head now. Can you guys tell the difference between content and true happiness? You mean content and complacent? Yeah. Content People, content is like happiness. Complacency is just being like you're at, you, you you you're like, well, it's not bad. What about you, Drew? Uh, you you talking about personally? Yeah, for like when you're in a relationship. For example, I, I just oh. I personally I personally feel like a Are lot you of talking people talking about for being content versus like just people. settling. <laughs> yeah. Complacent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Complacency is a killer. I, when I, in my last relationship, I was really content for like the whole year we were friends, and then like the three and a half years we were dating, and near that like when we were coming up on year four is when I realized I was like this is complacency. Yeah. Especially on his part, I was like, 
there's no compromises here. I was like, there's, and I, I became really fearful. I was like, I was fearful for my future. I was fearful for my career. I, I was fearful for the fact that I was like, oh, fuck, I'm 23 and I'm going to be starting over. And it's like, I'm 27 now. And I'm mm. like, don't come near me unless you're ready. <laughs> so when people start making excuses in the relationship, like convincing themselves that, well, you know, I love that person. I love that. Is, is that a sign that they're too scared to actually move on and from a bad relationship? Well, what did they say? Like for, you know, when you, you, like you, when you have a friend Mm -hmm. and they're saying, yeah, John, he's just, he's just a, you know, asshole, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then at some point they find justifiable means as to why they should stay with them. I think it depends what it is. So does that, is that just, is that still happiness or they just convince themselves that this is the only person? Um, yeah, Rez is right. It, it, you go, it, it always depends on the person. Is like, are they just that type of person to kind of complain about everything too? Or do they like, or is this person really an asshole? And and then you, you would weigh your kind of, you know, uh, views on it as well. I think it also depends what the person did. So it's like, if they're like, ugh. Blair, he's the fucking worst. He just always, he's just been leaving all of his dishes in the sink for me lately. Like, and he just expects me to load the dishwasher and, you know, but it's like, uh, you know, but he always brings dessert home, you know, like, okay. Yeah. Something like that. You're like, okay, this just sounds like a conversation you guys need to have to like hash out your shit. Mm-hmm. If they're like, John's an asshole. And he tells me, don't talk to my friends, <laughs> but he gives the best back rubs. Like, oh, yeah. okay, that's, that's different. Yeah. That's complacent. <laughs> that's toxic. Yeah, <laughs> That's, that's toxic. someone that's oh, yeah. convinced <laughs> themselves that, yeah, I have it no is. one else in the world. And the reason why, cause I, I know people that they won't, they didn't say it until after they finally got that they were just, some people find a relationship and they're just afraid to be single. So they go through all the whole. That's because a lot of people are codependent and and they're afraid to get to know themselves. And, but I'm more afraid of complacency. Yeah. I'm way more fearful of being stuck in a rut and just being like, that's good enough. It's not bad, but it's not good. That's just me though. Like I, I'd, I'd rather be by myself feeling like I'm growing and have positive, healthy relationships in my life than be mm-hmm. in a relationship that is toxic and suffocating and stunting my growth. And you'll also notice like people who like this same exact thing with um, th- that with a relationship, you'll find that very similar with everything else in their life. Like they stay at the same, like if, if they settle for that, they're going to settle for like their job oh. and then settle for like w- basically anything else like kind of they eat me- at the same five restaurants mediocre. they Just have the this. same <laughs> camry that they've been driving yeah. since 99 mm-hmm. but do the you, ones that don't settle there's like the ones that actually you, move out of their hometown <laughs> right like oh god yeah do you guys think you guys you guys happy with your jobs like, or do you think you? No comment. <laughs> I mean, every day. Yeah, are, are, are you? Are you? Do you? Th- in, I'm do you think you can be at your job for the next five years and still tell everyone I'm I'm happy? Yeah, my, I I 
for for me, I'm I'm very I'm very lucky with my job because like I per professional wise, like resume builder wise, and and what I do, it's very I got super lucky in what I do, oh, and, yeah. I, and I and I love it. And if, if even if even if I like retire there, there there'd be no regrets because even in my spare time, it's giving me the ability to do whatever else random projects I want to do. So I'm I am I am happy. His job paid him off. <laughs> Sponsored by yeah, my sponsor job. By his job. <laughs> Blair, what about you? Uh, you? No comment. It? Blair, what about you? Uh, oh, fuck no. I hate my job. But, <laughs> uh, you know, um, I'm always trying to think of ways to get out of it. I have a lot of friends that have, like, you know, that work at good jobs, but, like, they all work at, like, you know, big boy jobs. And I'm not trying to do that. So I'm like, damn, at this point, I'll even be a fucking assistant to some fucking influencer or Let's something. Let's do a bank or, heist. Or, oh, okay. someone fucking told me that. They're like, yo, I want to rob a bank. <laughs> Can we do that? And they literally was like, yo, I counted the cameras. There's 14 cameras. And one of my friends works at the bank in Seattle and said that they, uh, they're they supposed to give you the money and not call the cops until you leave. Because mm. they don't want the possibility of anyone getting hurt. So it's just better just to give the money, let the people go, and then call the cops. Uh, that's true. You know what? That's, that's one of my fears. So. That, that, that is one of my fears. I could never do something like that. I could never rob a bank. No, I wouldn't I'm sleep. Like, oh I would God, never right. fucking sleep. I, I, I have like so like, much anxiety just day. listening to you talk about that. I'm like, no, I'm not in this. I'm Come out. On, guys. I'm out on the heist. <laughs> Unless there's a monkey driving a van. Oh, man. Have you guys ever heard that? That skit from Dane Cook, I'll send it to you later. Yeah. He's talking about doing a heist yeah. and having a pet monkey. And then he's like, what about this? The monkey is driving the heist van. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good thing. Okay, fear. so bottom line, what we've discovered today with like fears is well, we have always known that. <laughs> and we all should be fearful of that. Oh, is we've discovered that spiders and bugs are scary. <laughs> Bodies of water are something to be feared, but also so is stagnation in life, lack of growth, the death of loved ones. You guys, we really covered the spectrum. Emotions. I'm going to just throw in there choking, drowning, and burning alive. Oh, no. Anybody choke me, daddy. space? No? Cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm terrible. I would never. If I was offered to I'm go to so space, I would you. say no. I would take I'm sorry, you. suffocation. But I'm sorry. What's wrong with choking? <laughs> oh, fucking hate you. Choke me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Don't suffocate note, me. We are done. Thank you guys for enjoying this lovely podcast. If you guys love it, please leave us a re review on the Apple Podcast, and you guys can find us on... Do not fear the follow at C-A-C-O-T-W-B underscore O-T-A. And also, Rez, plug your exclusive content. Oh, my, my panties? Yes. Oh, God. Don't forget to go to our merch store so you can order a pair of my perfectly balanced PH panties. I guarantee you're going to love the stank. <laughs> Do not fear it, baby. Marquette. Okay. <laughs> Don't be fearful. Bye. Bye. Bye.